Hi everybody, welcome to the Here to Ask podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kay. Everybody has a story to tell and I'm here to ask all that because I'm here to ask. Join me each and every Monday as I ask people from different walks of life, be it your celebrities, normal people, doctors, teachers, street vendors, family and friends and I ask them weird questions, random questions, be it funny, whatever it may be. Do join me each and every Monday as I ask these questions and I get to know what shape the people that they are today and where they come from and where they aspire to go. Do not miss out. Thank you for listening. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Here to Us podcast with me, your host, Michelle Kay. Today on the podcast, I have Konka Toabala. He is a motivational speaker. Hi, Konka. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. How are you? I'm blessed. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming to the Here to Us podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, I hope your audience really get to get the most out of this podcast. Let me start by saying what you're doing with this podcast is really great. I mean, we live in a world where it's full of negative content all over the place. I mean, you walk into an elevator and you hear about someone who just lost their loved ones and then you walk out of the lift, you hear someone saying how bad their boss is. So we're surrounded by negativity. So we need such podcasts to really just enlighten the masses. So I must start by complimenting you and say keep up the good work that you're doing. You really are uh, transforming lives. Thank you so much. That is so nice. So here on the Here to Ask podcast, there's this thing that I do. It's called the yay or the nay segment. Basically what we're doing is I'll be telling you assumptions that are are in line with the kind of business that you do, which is motivational speaking. And you tell me if it's true or false, if it's a yay or a nay. We're just setting the record straight. Are you ready? Perfect. Good to go. Is it a yay or a nay that motivational speakers are loud and obnoxious? The nay. The fact that someone is a motivational speaker, it wouldn't necessarily say we all alike, you know. But I'd like to believe on my side, I'm really a reserved person. I'm actually uh, more of an introvert. Is that obviously when I'm on the podium, I'll have to do what I'm meant to do, but I'm very uh, a reserved individual. Right. Is it a yay or a nay that motivational speakers make a lot of money? The thing is, in, in each and every industry, I'd like to believe that there is money in each and every sector. I mean, there's no sector that there's no money. You know, I mean, if someone can just make something like a toothpick and become a multi-millionaire, so because you make money based on demand. So I'd like to believe in each and every career, business, whether it's a career in terms of employment or you go in self-employment route, you start from onset, you know. Mm-hmm. Though the beginning might be small, but that later will be great, despite not the day of humble beginnings. So we all start small. You know, and then we grow, we grow as a brand, you grow as a business, you know. And eventually the more you grow. So I'd like to believe no one starts off by making huge sums of money. And I'd like to say that's the problem that a lot of people that go into businesses today face. Because someone goes into business with a perception or the aim of making a lot of money, you know. Actually, I like speaking about this subject when I'm addressing entrepreneurs that look 
if your foundation of your business or whatever that you're doing is based on the foundation of solemnly just making money, just like someone that's building their house on sand, because most most of the time, any phases of business don't make money. So if the only reason that you're in business just to make money, you you you, you won't make it. Is it a yay or a nay that a motivational speaker must have a strong speaking voice? Not really, not really, because like okay, <laughs> okay. When I speak, I never make noise. I actually don't relate more. I uh, don't listen more to people that shout on the microphone. I just don't understand the ideology behind it. Because I believe if you've got valuable content that you're conveying across your audience, you don't need to shout for your... I mean, shouting does not mean that it gives your message value. Or it gives your message weight. Mm-hmm. Your content itself needs to have weight. Whether you're saying it in a low voice, whether you because the most important thing is the content that you carry, the weight of the content. So I see a lot of, you know, uh, most especially in terms of preachers, someone would shout. And you know, I think that's more of hyping your audience up. Yeah. So we need not to mistake and value in the content to shouting and a huge voice. Okay, obviously it would be an, a bonus to have a good voice, but that does not mean necessarily for speaking. I've gotten it a lot that I have a radio voice, but not necessarily a motivational speaking voice, but just a radio voice and really I do radio, I, I do voiceover artists and all that. But it does not mean necessarily a voice for speaking. Is it a yay or a nay that you don't need to go to school to become a motivational speaker? It's in between. It's not a yay, it's not a nay. Because, you know, like for example, someone like myself, I did not go to the school. I studied different things. I studied civil engineering, actually dropped out of it. You know, but I found myself in the speaking path, you know. So it's not something that, I mean, growing up, we never knew that there's a career out of speaking. You know, you just, back then, you never know that someone would just play soccer and would make a decent living out of that. Someone would play golf and... You know, because we only knew doctor, uh, things like law, you know, nursing, things like engineering as careers. But we live in different times where, you know, someone invoices, uh, you know, per hour. Someone would go on stage and they would sing. Someone would play, we become a DJ and play for the night. And then get paid a decent amount of money for their talent. So we, we are really living in different times. I usually say when I'm on the platform that you need to take care of your gift because in your gift comes your lifting. I wouldn't say you need to go to school or you need not to go to school because depending on what your subject will prevail. My personal plans was to, I went to a technical high school, I did civil engineering in high school from grade nine when you choose subjects. And then after that, I pursued civil engineering until, you know, I eventually got strongly called into the speaking, transforming other people's lives, business seminars, just you know, making an impact in humanity. Motivational speaking is a very competitive field. I'd like to believe that it is. I'd like to believe every industry is actually competitive. The world on its own is competitive. And if you not, you do not become innovative, <laughs> there's no room for you. You need to be innovative. And the nice thing I love about how each and every one of us are created is each and every one of us are unique. I mean, I've got a set of twins. I'm a father to a set of twins. I mean, even them don't share a fingerprint. So that's how unique each and every one of us are. So you need to be unique. 
never try to i mean listen yeah it's good to listen to others that have made it in the specific road that you want to do i mean if you want to go into a certain career i usually say giants are born of giants so it's good to shadow a giant in your field so because we're speaking about my career which is uh, motivational speaking it's good to listen to other motivational speakers but now the problem now gets to be when i want to be like this guy you know when i want to just because he's a great speaker i want to be like him so and the truth of the matter is people love authenticity people love you for who you are and people can just sense it when you're trying so hard to be someone else so you need to it's a competitive industry so you need to be yourself be unique so now we're gonna go into the more deep questions i want to get to know you a little bit and understand your world and can you please tell me about yourself who you are and where you come from my name is Nolo, you know and i've given myself that nickname conquer from from a very yeah young age i think i was in high school i think i was in grade nine at that point you know which means to win you know to conquer the world so travel Born and bred, go to Shiro, you know, uh, nine kilom- in Nimpopo, about nine kilometers outside of Polokwane. Growing up, I always knew from a young age that I would own my own business, you know, uh, yeah. knew that I would want to be my own boss. So the idea, I wanted to be in the transportation business because I grew up very in a trans- transportation family where, like, my uncles, my parents, they were in their taxi just so that's what i was exposed to and obviously exposure what you're exposed to actually it's it's very important in life yeah. so i wanted to be in that space and also in construction hence earlier i mentioned that i went to a construction school eventually as as i was along the way that's where i found my way into i entered my i attended my first seminar and the how i, I got into speaking like my heart was like okay the first seminar I attended was actually a property seminar. And I got so valuable insights, you know, things such as, you know, so how to pay off a bond in a very short space of time, how to buy a property with no money, you know, such things. And I found the content so valuable. I was actually based in Joburg at that time. And I was like, okay, why am I getting so much valuable content and where I come from, Golden Bobo? I mean, there's people that would benefit so much from this content. So I didn't start off as a speaker. I started off as someone that hosts seminar based on the content that I found so valuable that look, if I organize these seminars and call the speakers that have such valuable information and bring it to, to our people, and then people's lives would be changed. Because I'm, for one person, I never understood why should people be certain people be poor and certain people be rich why should certain people maximize their potential and certain people are living an average life so i hate mediocrity and hate an average life so i'm like okay if this people come and share the very same content that i'm receiving here with other people then a lot of people would maximize their potential so started off hosting seminars we hosted our first seminar brought speakers people that are doing exceptionally well in their field I had the very same guy that the first seminar I attended was a property workshop. He owns a property firm. And then the second lady was actually someone that was in Forex. She was a Forex trader doing exceptionally well. And then our third lady. So I just had different experts from different fields. Who or what would you say inspired you to become a motivational speaker? Like I said, at first, I started off hosting these people, these giants in different fields. I'll call a property 
Mugo, someone that's doing well in property, alcohol, someone that's doing well in agriculture. So uh, at first started off as someone that's hosting seminars. And obviously, as a host of seminars, people like your work and they want to invite you as a speaker at their event. So that's how I started motivational speaking. So I wouldn't say anyone particularly inspired me into motivational speaking based on the demand of people inviting me to come and speak at their seminars. Then that's where the inception of speaking started. All right. And what skills does a person need to become a motivational speaker, in your opinion? I'd love to believe you need to enhance your communication skills, you need to be a reader, you know, you need to be a reader, be well informed. But the key thing is knowing how to convey your message across and relating with your audience, you know, when to make, share a joke, you know, just to relate with your audience, pay attention, you know, pay attention, you have to, to have the skill of effective communication, you know, relating with your crowd, convey, conveying your points. So there's a number of skills that are involved, you know. Uh, you have to have, after speaking a certain point, give some silence for the audience to grasp the what you've just punchline or the point that you just let it sink, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And can you please tell me three things that you, that you would say that you love about being a motivational speaker? The impact that you make in other people's lives. I usually say I'm a motivational speaker. My voice is my invoice, mm-hmm. but I'm not in the business of motivational speaking. I'm in the business of changing lives. Yeah. So for me, the biggest thing is seeing a life changed after words that I've spoken on a certain podium, whether it's on a business platform podium or whether it's at a high school. Because I, you know, I, I speak across all platforms. I mean, I've spoken in universities. I've spoken to graduate. I've spoken to CEOs. I've spoken up to you know, different audiences. So speaking to a group of business people, you might hear someone after two months say, look, the time that you came to whatever event, my business was was at the verge of crumbling down. But based on the words that you shared, I managed to use X, Y, Z of your, you know, economics or of your speech part. And I applied it. And today, these are my results. Yeah. And at a high school, you might say, listen to someone say, look, I never paid attention, I never took my academic serious, but after you left our school and, you know, I, I just started taking life serious and today I'm performing better at a church or wherever I'm speaking, just hearing the testimony of someone that was changed, because the entire goal of motivational speaking is actually to transform a life, you know, I mean, to me, money is secondary, you know, that's why I run multiple businesses that I can even supplement myself, because money to me is secondary based on yeah and and the other two and the other thing it's just basically you meet a lot of people mm-hmm. as a speaker you get to travel across you know get different invites from different places so you'd love the fact that you travel and interact with a lot of people get to socialize with different personalities the third one i'd like to believe it's just man it goes back to what i just said the the joy of seeing the results of people that you've spoken a word into their life they've they've changed based on the word so just the joy of seeing the results of the because words are seed so every time i speak i sow a seed right now i'm sowing a seed into your podcast and i'd love to believe you know sometimes it's not a thousand people that have changed but for me even if it's one soul that's transformed after i've spoken so right now i'm sowing a seed into your podcast so 
five years from now, like as you say, someone recommended you to me. Yeah. I, I don't know that particular individual. I don't know. They could have had me speak maybe wherever or maybe via YouTube. I don't know. But, exactly. you know, just that see that you saw and 10 years from now meet someone and, you know, they're doing well. You know, I love I love sports cars. So they, they're driving whatever sports car. And I said, look, I had you speak so many years ago and you said to me that the space between where you are today and where you'd like to be tomorrow should not intimidate you but it should instead motivate you to work harder and after you said that i started pushing harder towards my dreams i started putting more effort and today this is my car this is the house that i built so such things you know it gives me joy yeah all right i get what you're saying i mean sometimes it's not about what you get out of it it's about what you're doing for people and how you're making them feel and all that i totally understand. actually get more yeah. you get more in life by giving than by receiving exactly. yeah that's what the bible says blessed are the hands that give and the one that receives mm-hmm. you know all right and yeah. what are what are the three things that you might say you don't really enjoy about being a motivational speaker one of the things that I wouldn't say I don't enjoy, but I understand it's part of the process, you know, because uh, I understand change doesn't come overnight. I, for myself, is not someone that grew up living uh, the life that I'm living now. Change had to take place over time. So one of the things that makes me sad, I wouldn't say I don't enjoy, because that's not for me to grow, you know. Mine is just to sow the seed, and the rest is a mystery up to God. And obviously the individual on the other hand has to make a decision, a choice to choose change. So, but one thing that makes me sad is seeing someone that really has had the opportunity of getting valuable information, as I said, transformation in life is traceable to information. So someone that have received valuable information, life-changing information, but they are not putting it into application to transform their life. So it makes me sad because, you know, uh, information, without application it's just decoration you know so you need to put into application what the information that you've received otherwise you as good as you know okay mark twain say that a man that does not read has no advantage over a man that cannot read i'll repeat that a man that does not read has no advantage over a man that cannot read so the fact that you can read if you're not utilizing your ability to read you as good as someone that's that that's blind that's why helen keller said there's something that's worse than being blind i'm sure you're familiar with helen keller that's a lady that's born without sight without uh, seeing then she said look there's something worse than being born without sight it's to have sight with no vision you know so it's just like someone hearing me speak about different methods that you can apply in your business and then you grow your your revenue and then the same content they don't apply it so it makes me sad like i'm like why did you even bother to attend that seminar and the sad thing is that's why even the bible says the poor you always have amongst you because it's not everyone that knows what to do to be rich that will do it because the truth of the matter is there's nothing that is different about the richest person and the poorest person i mean the richest person on earth has 24 hours in a day every everyone has the poorest person has 24 hours in a day you know they all have two hands there's nothing unique about the richest people in the world but the difference is they've decided to put into application 
the same information. I mean, this day and age, YouTube is everyone's mentor. We've got all the yeah, content that, that we is, need. That is, that is so true. Anything you want, you can find it on YouTube. Another thing is seeing people live below their potential, living an average life. Because I believe, Michelle, God created you to live an above average life. You are not born to be mediocre. I hate mediocrity. So, one thing that in this industry that makes me sad or that I don't enjoy it's seeing someone living below their potential. You know, I want to see someone that's living if, and you know, when I say living your potential living, I'm not comparing you with other people because you, you need to understand that each and every one of us, we've got where God created us to go. So in terms of a tree, you need to grow as high as you can. As a bird, bird needs to soar, eagles need to soar as high as they can. So I just want to see you, individuals, people maximize their potential. So I really don't enjoy that seeing people live below their average. Right. Yeah. That is that is beautifully explained. Like I really like how you go into depth explaining these things. Which leads me to my next question. Now I wanna find out the challenges that you come across as a motivational speaker and how you um, overcome them on a daily basis. What challenges do you face and one of one of my biggest challenges, especially in my early years of my career, I mean, I've been in this field. I think my first speaking engagement was in 2015. So one of the biggest challenges would be that you in an environment where people think this thing is you you're doing. The, okay, I do popular talks, but you know, there's time where I want to do a popular talk, and there's time when I want, where I want to give you a proposal where I want to add value to your organization. So the challenges would be that people wouldn't understand that why should I even, why should you even get paid to come and speak? I mean, at the end of the day, you just come in to speak. So the challenges would be people wouldn't understand like, what are you getting paid for? I mean, how do you justify this invoice that you bring on the table? That, I mean, you're charging so much for what? Why do we need to pay? So people wanted me to speak for free when I'd propose to, uh, you know, uh, someone to come and speak at their platform but want it to be for free so but you asked also how do you challenge or how do you overcome these challenges because this is a challenge on your desk because you can't continue speaking for free because it costs money to and time to, and time which is more valuable than money because money you can always make again but time once you lost it you can never regain it how i overcame this challenge is just to make myself valuable where people begin to see the value of what you bring on the table yeah all right which brings me to my next question how do you ensure that your speeches are captivating and they are informative that glory is behind the scenes most people admire what they see in the ring and i usually say to people that actually what you see the victory is actually an hour thing two hour thing because if you're looking at a boxing match bear with me now I'm not taking a long time. I'm just trying to convey a stress and a valid lesson that, you know, if someone can grasp this, their life will never be the same in whatever field that they're in. If if looking at champions that are in the ring today, the match usually is about an hour that people are watching that victory. But if you can see the practices, the training, the gym, the hours that that person has put behind the scenes, it's more hours than just, I mean, that fight was just an hour. 
And that's what people praise, sadly, you know. So the recital, the recital is actually behind the scenes. What you see on the podium, the recycling of what you were reciting, you know, uh, it's, it's actually people see you sing on stage and they're captivated, but they don't understand that there's thousands of hours that were put in behind. So for me to deliver a key and captivating speech, there's a thousand hours that were actually put in behind the scenes. So the the sad thing, Michelle, today is the the youth today like microwave success. You know, people on Instagram and then they like popcorn success and there's no such a thing. There's a common saying that says overnight success usually actually takes 10 years. Because you see me getting booked today the way I'm getting booked, getting invoicing what I invoice for an hour. And you, you, you think you can just actually my a uh, good friend of mine likes to say that don't compare yourself with your chapter one with someone's chapter 20. Just because someone is invoicing X amount of money per hour, you cannot just mushroom into an industry and say, look, I'm a motivational speaker, therefore I invoice so much. You know, you need to pay your dues. So whatever victories that you see, as a speaker, I put in so many efforts into delivering that speech. I mean, a book launch, it's just an hour where you'd see media, there and then people be taking pictures with me you know see television interviewing me you'd see me on newspapers and sadly that's what people get attracted to but they don't understand that that book actually took five years to write the book launch the media were briefing that's just an hour that's just one day thing where you'd see prominent people so people get fascinated by the results and then don't understand that the glory is actually behind at the story so once, if people can grasp this, that look, when you see an actor, I mean, I, I usually listen a lot. I read biographies a lot, you know. People like the, the, the gentleman that uh, established the light bulb, you know. That gentleman had you know, failed so many times. Failed so many. I speak about this in my audio disc. He failed so many times than the one time that he succeeded. So certainly, people see you driving nice cars, you know living you know the life and they want they want to they want to get attracted to that without understanding the efforts that the hours the work hours that are put in you know when everyone else is working an eight hour day shift you're putting in actually 16 hours per day so there's actually sleepless nights behind the scenes so don't get attracted to my glory before you understand my story before you want my success look at my scars before you want my victories, look at what I've been through to be where I am today. Yeah, that is true. So what systems do you use um, when you're researching for your motivational topics? I love, I love that question because system, uh, system is an acronym for saving yourself time, money and energy. Uh, just that I don't have a paper to, to just uh, see how the sequence is, but it's as for system saving yourself time, money and energy. So your systems you need to how can you save yourself systems it's mainly saving yourself money and time you know so how do you do this as i said the biggest success hack is if something would have taken if someone took someone five years to do it because they were struggling to find out what actually needs to be done testing and trialing you know so i the biggest success hack is okay this person took them five years 
and then they've tested it. I go to them, bra, what doesn't work? Give me what works, what doesn't work. And they said, no, this is a list of what doesn't work and this works. So you won't go and do that trial and error. So your systems is basically saving yourself time, money, and energy of not going through what this person went through in terms of trialing and testing. So basically, you hack by reading from people that are in the field that you are in. Let's say you're in the you know aviation field, you know. So you need to get hack, get read books as much as you can from the people that have succeeded in that field. And it saves you so many years, saves you so many time. So get a mentor. I mean, that's the easiest thing. Pay a cause, you know. I, I, you know, Google, <laughs> there's no free success, you know. <laughs> Can you please describe to me a time whereby you gave a speech and you felt that the audience really connected to what you said and you really felt their energy? Fortunately, not that I'm blowing my own horn, but every since the first speech that I've delivered, I remember vividly so. My first topic was how to live a great life, you know, how to live, how to lead an extraordinary life. Since then, I've seen the, because I, I, for one person, when I, every time I speak, I make eye contact, contact with the audience, you know, and, and I interact more with the audience, you know, I, I, I just, Every time that I've spoken, I've seen an amazing interaction. What are some of the techniques that you use during a, when you're giving a live speech? People relate more with stories than anything else. It says fact, tell, stories sell. So you always need to share your personal testimonies. People relate more with testimonies. And also you need to have an element of humor, you know, bring humor into your speeches. People love to laugh, break the ice. All right. What do you hope or what do you want your audience to walk away with after you've given a speech or after they've heard one of your stories on YouTube or whether it's in, in their car? What do you want them to walk away with from listening to you speaking? Them to walk away with being, being, like being being angry with averageness, you know, just maximizing their potential. My my biggest my biggest concern, as I said, I don't want people going to their graves with or dying with or not doing what they meant to do on earth. Because I believe God created each and every one of us for a specific assignment to do on earth. And if you, as Michelle, if me as the Father, don't do that which I was born to do, we leave the world void, you know. So what I want people to walk away with is to walk away and go do that which God created them to do. Go write that book that you've always procrastinated to write. Go and release that album that you've always wanted to release as a child, as a child but you always procrastinated. I hate procrastination so much because procrastination is an assassination of dreams. Yeah, so as a professional speaker, how do you motivate yourself? You know, the biggest motivator is just to understand that actually God created you with 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 a plan and i'm actually on earth for an assignment god i'm created with his likeness you know i get my power and my source knowing the fact that look i'm created in his image you know he says his plans you know are to prosper me you know his ways are higher are not my way so knowing the fact that god has good intentions for my life 
knowing the fact that God destined me, he said that, you know, he shall be above only and not beneath. So knowing all those promises keeps me more than motivated to know that, look, God created me not to be average, but he created me to be great. That you travel here today. Do you maintain that when it, when it comes to your relationship, when it comes to family? How do you juggle? Balancing is everything to me. You need to balance spirituality, emotionality, you know, uh, financially. I don't understand, you know, how to get a lot of uh, someone, maybe is a pastor, and would make an excuse for why they're not providing for their family as they're doing the things of the, the Lord. The hide behind it. That's you know, you cannot hide not doing the other aspect of your life and hide it to the other aspect of your life. You need to have a sense of balance in your life. That's why it's very much important to plan. What does success mean to you? Success to me means doing that which I was born to do. You know, when when an eagle is soaring as high as it could, that to me is success. You know, when a bird is singing, in the morning as loud as it can that to me is success you know when you are doing this podcast as god created you to do that to me is success when you're writing that book that god created you to write that to me is success so success to me is doing that which you are born to do and doing it exceptionally well all right and do you have any other motivational speakers that you look up to can you give me at least two minutes you know, I've got uh, different people that I listen to on different subjects. In property, I'd listen to so-and-so of an individual. Different fields that I'm involved in, I'd listen to so-and-so of an individual. So I cannot say to you that there's this particular person that I'd listen to. Depends on the field or whatever industry that I'm in, I want to learn in. If you had to suggest any books which had the biggest impact in your life, and you'd recommend to other people to read, uh, what would they be? Just to Read The Greatest Salesman in the World by Ogmandino. Mm-hmm. Read The Richest Man in Babylon by George Klassen. Read The Five Major Pieces in Life by Jim Rohn. Read this guy, James Allen, as a man thinker. Yeah. What is your favorite quote, something that you live by every day, that you tell yourself when you wake up in the morning, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. What do you say to yourself every day? It's not really a quote, but every day I wake up, I put it in my mind to intentionally put a smile on someone's face. All right, so if you had to give any advice to young people out there who are trying to make an honest living, who are maybe struggling, or who are finding it hard to carry on with whatever it is that they're going through, what would it be? Look up, get up, and don't you ever give up. You know, there'll be times where you'd, you'd fall, you know, but you, every time you fall, just you understand that stumbling blocks are not there to actually put you down, but they're actually stepping stones towards higher dimensions. You know, a setback is a setup for a comeback. So every time that you find life searching you back, understand that for a spring or for an arrow to shoot as far as it can, it needs to be held back as far as it can. So understand that gold, before it gets to be purified into admirable timepieces or whatever piece of gold that we admire today, it had to go through the fire. So when you find yourself going through the storm, understand that that thing is not there to actually you know, kill you, but it's actually there to make you. It's not there to break you, but it's actually there to make you much more stronger. You need to be tested before you can actually have a testimony. You need to go through a mess before you can have a message. 
So whatever that you're going through, understand that, go through it, understand that God is with you. He said, even though you pass through the fire, lo, I am with you. When you pass through the waters, I am with you. So understand that what you're going through right now is actually there to make you a better person than you you will be tomorrow it's actually launching you into your greatness mm, powerful like i understand why you're a motivational speaker now like, no, I thank you so it. much thank you thank so you if people want to get in touch with you they want to buy any of your copies they want to know where they can find you on social media youtube where can we find you as you said buy buy some of my products you need there's an audio disc you need to definitely buy this you thank me later. It will actually make you more good to buy it. It's actually a greater loss not to buy it than you'd buy it because you can listen to this disc while you're on your laptop while working or while you're driving. It has 12 profound messages that had, I always say to myself, had I got these messages in my earlier years in life, I'd probably be a million times ahead than where I am. So get yourself that CDI, address issues, such as you know focusing on your dreams such as believing in yourself such as the in the, the importance of association because you know you cannot thrive around the negative environment you know you need to be in the right environment so i address key issues in that city so reach out to me get yourself a copy of that disc i also have a youtube platform where i interview individuals that are doing great in their different fields of life you know, on YouTube, which is the Colonel Traveler, subscribe there, immerse yourself, soak yourself in that content, learn from that. I mean, it's for free, you don't pay a cent. You know, you can reach out to me on Facebook, the Colonel Conquer Traveler, Instagram, the Colonel underscore Traveler, Twitter Traveler Conquer. Reach out to me, let's engage. I'd love to interact with you. I'd love to get to know you. I'd love to make an impact in your life. I'd love to sow a seed in your life that will make sure that I do make a definite impact and you will never be the same after that all right thank you so much for coming to the here to us podcast is there anything that uh you feel that you might want to say which may be of value to my listeners out there actually what i'm to say is actually of more value to you i want to say continue doing what you're doing you know so at some point in life you might feel like no one is watching you might feel like you don't see the impact of your podcast but continue doing what you're doing and i promise you you, you are making the impact you now continue don't give up continue with the work that you're doing and i promise you in due season you'll reap the rewards of what you're doing all right thank you so much for coming to the here to ask podcast i really really appreciate thank you for the kind words and the kind messages thank you so much thank you cheers they joining me on the here to ask podcast today i hope you guys were motivated enough I, do, I hope you guys were inspired do buy his stuff listen to his youtube channel and stay inspired thank you guys so much for listening to the here to us podcast do join me again next week monday for another fun thrilling episode remember be good if you cannot be good be safe thank you so much for listening